Get It Girls, and we are back once again with another episode from your favorite host, Miss Marie. Hey. <laughs> and Elizabeth. Okay, okay. So to start off, I actually have a little story I want to tell. <laughs> I promise this ties in. So one time we were running really, really late to school. It was like 8.02 and school starts in literally eight minutes. It was a hot mess and it was Friday, which happens to be garbage day for us. And as we're backing out of the driveway, I'm probably going 15 miles an hour so that we can get to school on time. And I just truck into the garbage cans and trash goes spewing literally everywhere. It was so gross. And I'm like, Elias, Elias, go, go, go get the trash. And he's like, why are you making me do it? And I'm like, I need you to go pick up all the trash. And so Elias is out there. Elias is my brother frantically trying to pick up all the trash that's literally all over the road so let's talk about what really needs to happen on trash day yeah and i think we all know what i'm talking about you guys (laughs) taking out those toxic friends i'm telling you it's time for them to go (laughs) see i told you that that story tied in so as you can probably tell from the title today we're talking about toxic friends and toxic friendships so should we talk about some signs and red flags I think we should just, you know, to start her off. Yeah. Okay. So the first point is if your friend like makes mean jokes and then is like, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I promise. Girl, stop. Like that, uh, that behavior to me, like, I don't care. if Childish. Yeah. I don't really care if they're like, why are you taking it that way? If they're making mean jokes about you and it makes you uncomfortable or it makes you sad or it makes you feel bad about yourself. Honestly, then you need to talk to them about that. And also what you just said of like them asking like, oh, well, I didn't mean it. Like you shouldn't feel this way. They'll they'll play it off like that. Well, that and also they're invalidating your feelings when you say that. No friend should like make you feel bad for having feelings. And especially if what they're saying is actually like having lasting effects on you, then that's how you really know it's toxic because I can remember like specific instances from middle school when girls would say things to me and be like they're not really trying to come after your feelings but those mean jokes about you they really do like hurt they hit you you know what I mean and especially middle school I feel like it's such like an influential time that's when you're starting to have insecurities so if you have friends that are like coming at you with jokes like that Uh you're going to be growing new insecurities yeah but that can still happen at any age too a lot of toxic friends too will purposely leave you out of things especially when they're jealous of you and don't want you to be a part of the group like there'd be girls who would invite everyone to sleepovers but not you or they would I don't mean you specifically but they would just purposely leave out I know (laughs) yeah they'd purposely just leave out one girl or me and then in that way just try and make you feel small and insecure and then pretend to be your friend at school or they'd try and hide it from you because they didn't want you coming and friends who treat you like that like they're not real friends like okay also if they don't want to be around you, then why do you want to be around them? Like, mm-hmm. that feeling should be mutual yeah, of like, hey, we want to be together. It should not be like, I want to hang out with this person so bad, but then they don't want to hang out with you. Then that's just not fun for anyone yeah, because they don't want to be with you. And then because of that, they're treating you like crap. So it's not fun for you. Plus, if they don't want to be with you or if they're just toxic in general, they might only talk about themselves. A lot of times girls who are like insecure or like don't really have like a lot of self-confidence in themselves will try and talk about themselves more basically to make other people jealous or like give them praise because they want that validation so if you have a toxic friend who's talking about how great they are talking about all the things they have all their achievements they're probably a trying to make you jealous or b trying to seek external validation that they're not getting from within 
Or C, trying to one-up you. Literally, that's toxic behavior right there. Yeah, because if you're like, oh my gosh, guys, I got this on my test or whatever. And they're like, wow, that's so good. But I got this. And now there's a difference between sharing your scores and then being like, well, I got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, seriously. Definitely in middle school a lot more than now. But like talking about something with someone and they would just immediately try and like come back with something bigger and better than what you just said, you know, and that right right there is not good friendship behavior. Um, Okay. One thing that kind of ties into the first point we made, friends who make you feel bad or insecure about who you are and I feel like honestly out of all the points we've talked about this is probably the biggest one I'm generally like a bit of a louder person I like to talk a lot I sometimes don't I'm not very aware of my surroundings I can be I can be a lot (laughs) Marie's like nodding and smiling right now but (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely a lot worse in middle school I was like 10 times more out there than I am now I'm sure you would love to imagine what that looked like but (laughs) I would have friends who Maybe just didn't really mesh with that kind of personality, that really like loud out there personality that I had. Right. But instead of just distancing themselves from me because they didn't mesh with me, they would just point out all of the times that I was being too loud. They, they would look at me, Elizabeth, you're being too loud. You have to stop. Like they'd make me feel bad about it, you know? Yeah. And it was honestly like I know I was a loud person, but it really hurt to constantly have friends like talking about all the things you're doing wrong how socially awkward you are or making you feel bad like I would have girls who would make fun of my hair and the way I like dressed and all that and it just made me really really insecure and a lot of it still like kind of lingers with me today and honestly friends who just make you feel bad about who you are they don't deserve your time or company because frankly even if you're a little bit weird even if you're a little bit loud you're still perfect the way you are and you're beautiful just the way you are your friends should never make you feel bad about that you know And also, I would like to say that even though we're, like, sharing stories in middle school, if you're a middle schooler listening to this, great. If you're a high schooler, just know that, like, just because we're talking about this in middle school... Doesn't mean it it, doesn't happen in high school. Right. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen in high school or you shouldn't feel childish or silly because you're still experiencing this stuff. So, something about being with toxic friends, I wouldn't just immediately cut people out because they, they do one of these red flags one time. I mean... Everyone has their moments in middle school. Like, I've done these things and before. High school. Everyone yeah, has and their high moments school too. in general. So that doesn't mean you just need to immediately cut people out. But if you start to notice these things happening all the time or a lot with the same person, that that's a sign that you might need to let them go, you know? Kind of going along with that, though, even, even if you have friends who are nice to you, like, most of the time, but if you get in a really bad argument with them and they suddenly start to get, like, really nasty and mean to you, sometimes, like, that can be their true colors. Like, the way they act when they're at their most vulnerable point can be who they really are, that they're usually just good at masking. Here's an example. You get in an argument, you both are being really vulnerable and are yeah. just in a bad place. One might start to yell at you, degrade you, just be like yeah. really angry and scream at you. One person might break down and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like that was really poor of me to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you can tell by the way they act when they're at their most vulnerable, what kind of person they really are. So they might be fine and like good at hiding it when they're like emotionally stable, like during school lunch you know they might not be as mean and nasty but when they get like really angry they might start to show those true colors a little more exactly and i think that's something that you should watch out for because sometimes people are just good at hiding their bad behavior show your true colors <laughs> yeah well i <laughs> <laughs> something like that 
Another thing that I feel is like a red flag is girls who have no boundaries. Like when they try and steal your man. Yeah. Okay. That's number six, I believe, on our list. We haven't <laughs> been really keeping track. Yeah, we've been bouncing around. But yeah. um, no, if you have a boyfriend, have been in a relationship for a really long time, or maybe it's still new, maybe you're just talking, and then all of a sudden your friend is like, oh my gosh, you know who yeah, I've been it, talking to seriously, recently? If they don't have like respect for your own personal space like if they don't have respect when they're in your home if they don't have respect for like the people that you like and hang around that's a sign that they're not a good friend oh okay this one I actually kind of want to go on a little tangent about number seven girls who make you feel bad about things that you shouldn't have to feel bad about like gaslighting you basically so like if a friend is like super mad at you for like a really dumb and irrational reason and you're like I don't even know what I did wrong, but yet they're still making you feel bad. I feel like that's really toxic behavior. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when you choose to get mad at your friends over like really dumb little stuff and then you're just left like, what did I do wrong? You know what I mean? And then they're, you're profusely apologizing and they like won't even forgive you. I, part of me is like, that's toxic behavior. Can we tell the story of what happened today? Sure. Okay. Now to be clear, this is not toxic behavior we were all just having a moment (laughs) but i do think this is a really funny story today we elizabeth and i were out with our friend leah and we were just struggling because we only had one car with us and the three of us had to get to three (laughs) different places it was a mess and leah was stressed because she didn't know where we were going (laughs) i was stressed because i needed to go pick something up from a store and Elizabeth was just having a moment. <laughs> Elizabeth was having a moment because we had just gotten out of a really hectic, like busy meeting almost. Like it was just yeah. like more it, than yeah, it I just, just had a lot of energy. So yeah. So Elizabeth was had a lot of energy because we had just gotten out of like a weirdly successful but like really not great meeting. It was just really hectic and really like it was really bad. So Elizabeth was really full of energy. <laughs> Leo was stressed because she didn't know where we were going and I was stressed because I just needed to pick something up. Oh gosh. <laughs> Flashback to 30 seconds later. You have Elizabeth standing in the middle of the street after she threw a water bottle. Let me let me make this clear. In a fit of rage I like chucked my water bottle at her, but the car, the car that was trying to cross the street kept honking at us. So I just stormed after her and left the water bottle on the road. And then when I finally calmed down, I was like, will you guys remind me to go pick that up later? Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, I don't really know where we're going with this. I think it's just a really funny story, but just know, like, if you have a friend who, you know, just made a super big deal out of nothing, Miss Girl, bye-bye. I hate when friends try and make you feel bad about things you shouldn't have to feel bad about, whether that's just like your personality or if it's about like you're being a bad friend when you really didn't do anything wrong. Well, and also saying you're being a bad friend, that means they think that they can push you around. Seriously. Rule number eight, folks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Girls who like constantly tell you what to do, act like they're better than you and they're the boss. No, 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 no. Friendships are a partnership. You know, you can't have one person who's bossing you around and treating you like you're less than them. Right. Like, girl, be confident. Don't let them push you around. Don't let them walk all over you. You're Mm -hmm. not a doormat. You're a human. Okay. Literally. You are a person. Finally, rule number nine, girls who gossip. And I feel like gossip is a big one because if a girl is gossiping to you about other people, chances are they're gossiping to other people about you. Facts. This is important 
to understand because I think a lot of times we think, oh, they would never gossip about me or they would never say bad things about me when really the second you do something that makes them mad or you get in the wrong side of them and they're treating you just like all the girls that they've gossiped to you about. You know what I mean? I remember one time um, I saw this girl walk into a classroom and her friends were super, super sweet to her. And they had like a full conversation, super nice. As the girl's walking out, she's like, have a nice day, you guys. They said it back. The second she's out in the hallway, they turn around and go, oh my gosh, did you see her hair today? I actually, like, this is... You witnessed I witnessed it. Like, I actually saw it. And that now this is kind of a thing. Like, if you just kind of observe the people around you, if you're, you know, becoming friends with new people, that's great. Just like observe, just as a lesson, just be very observant of the people you hang around because... Um, hanging out around different people brings out different factors of each person. Yeah, you're right. People change depending on who they're around. That's so true. Right. So they might be sweet and friendly to you, but then you see them around other friends and they're like really like raunchy and nasty and not so fun. Right. So, I mean, if you think about it, so they said that about that girl's hair. Well, then what about the friends that she said like, oh, did you see her hair today? She probably does the same thing about them, to be frank with you. So it's like, yeah. it's just, it's really sucky, but that's when you just have to be aware of, oh, this person is gossiping to me. I now need to be careful what I say to this yeah. person. <laughs> Literally. Okay. So those are our nine key red flags, but going on to the second part of this episode, what can you do to fix it? How can you solve the problem of having a toxic friend? Well, we have two solutions to this that we came up with. Solution one is to stand up for yourself And the best way you can do this is by just being confident. If a mean, toxic friend says something to you that degrades like your personality, for example, instead of just taking it and like backing off and being shy, defend yourself. Don't let them just walk all over you. If someone is just coming after me, I'm not going to let them do that. I'm going to stick up for myself and say, hey, no, I'm not okay with you saying that to me or anything really to just kind of assert your position and not let them treat you like a doormat well and also another thing that you can do too is if they do start to degrade you if they do start to Mm -hmm. you know come at you in your personality or whatever you can look at them and be like this is exactly what i mean did you just hear what came out of your mouth yeah like point out the behavior i know what you mean yeah but definitely with confronting them i would be careful not to do that in like a group setting because sometimes that just will get you nowhere but What can really help is to just have like a private one-on-one conversation with them about how you feel, like about the way they treat you. And you know, I feel like a lot of times this can be hard for shy girls because confrontation is hard, you know what I mean? But one way that I think really helps solve this is by just doing a couple tricks to feel more confident about it, like writing it down or practicing in front of the mirror. Get your thoughts together and put together in your mind what you want to say so that when you go and talk to them, you're ready. And writing it down, or like I said, looking in the mirror, whatever helps you do that so that you can get it right in person. And also, one thing that might help as well is just like, think of every possible outcome that they could say back to you. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're the type of person to like plan out the conversation, think about how they might react. Yeah. Yeah. Think about all the different reactions they might have and how you're going to come back at that confidently. And also, I do want to say elegantly, because... If you come at a person and it's just like the absolute worst way possible. And like it's just, rude and abrasive and just completely attacking their right, character. Like you you're not going to get anywhere. Right. Know? Like don't attack them because you're, 
if you attack them, you're pretty much doing what they do to you. Right. So it's going to backfire. You have to do this elegantly and be like, hey, yeah, this and is making me feel really Maybe crappy. instead of telling them all the things they're doing wrong, talk about how it personally affects you. You know, use I statements rather than you do this and you do that. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe instead of saying like, you yelled at me the other day in front of all our friends and it made me really insecure. Maybe say like, I feel really insecure when I get yelled at and Mm -hmm. it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So our second solution, and this is a bit more permanent and difficult, but the second way to get rid of a toxic friend is honestly to just let them go. The only issue that can be kind of difficult with this is sometimes it can be hard to let a friend go who's in your friend group. Right. I was actually just going to say like, or if you're in a small school too. You kind of have to learn to live and tolerate with them, which is where our first the standing up for yourself comes in a bit more handy. You right. Know? But ultimately, if you have a really toxic friend, sometimes just distancing yourself from them can be the best way to get them out of your life, which I know can be hard if they're in your close friend group. But even there's ways to work around that too. For one, simply just spending less time with them. Like clearly you won't be able to avoid them entirely if they're in your friend group, but you can make yourself closer to your other friends or you can honestly evaluate your friend group as a whole if you feel like they're all toxic you know maybe find new friends but ultimately if a friend is toxic you can let them go and you can spend less time around them no matter how close they are with the rest of your friends you know what I mean right and so I mean it's another one of those things where you just have to observe if that friend group is constantly degrading other people constantly talking about other people they Mm -hmm. They might be doing that about you too, as sad as it is. So you just kind of have to evaluate where your friend group is at uh-huh. and, you know, will it be able to, another thing is, will it be able to handle, you know, you two separating or would it be better for you just to separate alone? Which is like, it's really sucky though, because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, then I might be starting from square one, but really you won't. Leaning on the people in your life who you actually like is less difficult once you've taken out the people that you rely on because you think you have to. Right. Does that make sense? Let me, can I elaborate a little bit? So a lot of times, especially for shy people, when they have like a friend group, they just stick with that friend group for everything because they don't know how to go out and make new friends. But when you've taken them out of your life, all those friends that you've relied on for so many years, you're forced to, you're forced to go out there. You're forced to rely on the people that you actually enjoy. And in that sense, by removing the toxic people, you actually open yourself up to finding people who align more with who you are now rather than those friends that you made in what first grade. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's another thing, too, is just because you have been friends with this person for five, six, ten years, whatever it is. You don't have to still be friends with them. People grow each other out. Like you, you are different people than you were when you were five or six years old. Yeah, That's the perfect like kind of segue into our little sub piece here is that sometimes you can let friends go, even if they're not toxic, but simply just because you've outgrown them. You know what I mean? Like I have friends who I've known since kindergarten and honestly, We've just distanced over the years, and that's not because they're bad friends. It's just because we've outgrown each other, and that's totally okay. Right. So, I mean, this is drastic, but I've heard people do this before where they're like, Mm -hmm. for my wedding, as a bridesmaid, I'm going to have, like, my best friend from kindergarten. And so it's one of those things. It's like, okay, are they actually your best friend? 
Or have you just known them since kindergarten? Or have you just known them since kindergarten? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's a really drastic example, but you still understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And definitely, I feel like you can, I've said this in so many episodes now, but you can make relationships in two months with someone that are stronger than a person you've known for two years. And I will never stop saying that because frankly, as I've grown up, as I've gotten older, as I've matured into the person I am now, I've made so many new friendships with people that I haven't known even a year. And those people are some of my favorite people in my life. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that time isn't always a measure of value. And that's totally okay. That's just something we have to realize. Oh, one quick little thing I wanted to put in here before we left is sometimes with removing a toxic friend from your life, it's not going to be that things between you are bad and you can't even see each other at school because things are over between you two. The best way to remove a toxic friend is to honestly just be complacent with them. You know, like you're not friends, but you're not enemies. You know, you can just be acquaintances. There doesn't have to be bad blood between you guys. You can just not be friends anymore. And that's perfectly okay. Yes. So to summarize for you guys, you got to watch out for those red flags. Okay. I mean, if people are making jokes about you or if all the little signs, even the ones we didn't mention, just the signs that let you know that this person might need to just take a hitchhike. (laughs) Take a hitchhike. Yeah. That's not how I want to say it. This person might need to take a hike. Uh, I like the hitchhike. But <laughs> okay. um, yeah, another thing is just stand up for yourself. Be confident. Be strong. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we said that a lot in the breakup episode too, is just be confident. Like, I mean, okay, breaking up with a friend is almost the same, but like you just need to be confident. Okay. Number one rule. Mm-hmm. You're a human, not a doormat. And then, like a doormat? Oh, you meant like a door. Uh, what? <laughs> like, a, like a human. <laughs> like a human. Right? They need to treat you like a human, not a doormat. Okay. I got you. I got you. And also, people change. They, you know, sometimes you just grow out of a friendship. It doesn't matter how long you've been in this friendship. It just might be time for it to be done. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you guys, remember that your feelings matter and you have to take care of you. All righty, guys. You're beautiful. You're confident and you got it, okay? See you in two weeks.